You are now listening to the Heroes for Sale podcast. Whether you are a new collector or a seasoned pro, on a daily basis, I cover topics to help you grow your hobby knowledge and strategies to make you money in the market. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. My name is Adam. I am your host. So on today's episode, we are going to be talking about a scenario that is going on with MLS cards. And I know that if you're a soccer fan, you probably laugh at the MLS because it's really just, it's not (laughs) comparing the MLS to any other league throughout the world. It's not even comparable. I was on the Sunday League Investors podcast a couple weeks ago, and we talked about we talked about the some MLS players that we were interested in. I think we did like 15 minutes on MLS players, and I, that's that's got to be the most that anyone's ever talked about MLS in a sports card sense. If I had to, if I had to guess, uh, not based off of any concrete knowledge, but just based off of the knowledge that I have on what people what people talk about I feel like I'm I feel like there aren't many MLS uh super fans in in sports cards but either way so with the MLS the, there is an interesting kind of thing that happened uh with their newest so their flagship set so flagship set came out last week I think it was last Friday um and it had a couple different interesting pieces on it so the rookies or most of the rookies from the Bowman set were also included in this set. So the Bowman set was a print-on-demand product that they made that was the, it was just, it was, uh, I think it was under 24 players in the MLS, and it they used this year's Bowman design. It wasn't Bowman Chrome. I would have, I think it, 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 I think if they had sold Bowman Chrome, I think it actually probably would have sold a little bit better, which it sold pretty well. It sold just under 7,000 7,000 sets, which is pretty impressive for like an MLS product that I don't think, I didn't think MLS was as popular as it is. And I know what I, I just talked about, I just, I just talked about that earlier this episode about the popularity of the sport. So I was fairly surprised. And now granted, it could have been like maybe a few people bought like a hundred sets or something like that. I don't, I don't know, but either way. So there was a, there was a, just below 7,000 sets that were sold uh, print I don't I print on demand but like it was strange because they had parallels and stuff in the sets so that was kind of an that was kind of interesting I don't I, I think they I, be, I bet you they should have I, I don't know I guess it's in that scenario I think it's tough to say that they should have waited until after the set after the the product was printed to say that there was gonna be parallels at the same time, I can see how that may be problematic, and you may not even be allowed to do that because if they if they did that, then maybe they wouldn't have sold as many sets or whatever. But so the MLS flagship product came out on Friday, and it had most of those rookies in a couple in two main checklists. So there was the twenty two under twenty two checklist, and then there was the the base checklist. And the one issue that I have with the product is that the rookies don't have rookie card logos. That's kind of unfortunate. And something that I did notice also is that the MLS, I don't think they call it rookie of the year. They call it young player of the year. Um, and I, so I don't, and I don't, I just saw this on MLS's Instagram. So I don't, I, I don't think they do this, but the, the, the awards. Yeah. So it's, it's the young player of the year. 
not rookie of the year, which is sort of interesting to me. Um, Diego Rossi won it. He plays for plays for LAFC. He was also, they said that he led the league in goals and he was the youngest player to do that. So Rossi specifically has a card in the 2018 Tops MLS set that doesn't have the rookie card logo, obviously because they debuted that this year, so it's not going to have it. But if you are... If you are an MLS fan, that is where that's where you're going to find his card. And I think it's important for See, the reason that I think following these players are important is because I can see we've seen a couple different players in the league this year. Well, Brendan Aarons, Brent, uh, Aronson, I think I, I'm not sure how to pronounce his name. I've heard his name pronounced Aronson and Aronson, I don't know. Sometimes it's pronounced different. I don't know. But Brandon Aronson, that's how I'm going to pronounce it. He is going to play for Salzburg after the season. I think Caden Clark is another MLS player that just signed. And I'm I'm not 100% sure if he signed a contract to now go to Leipzig. But I know that there was rumors that he was going to go to Leipzig. Which that would be huge because Leipzig is one of the better teams in the Bundesliga. Um... But I think this is sort of a trend that we're going to see with young players in the MLS, unfortunately. I think a lot of young players, if they're coming up through the American system and they don't have the opportunity to to go overseas when they're 16, 17 years old, they're going to come into the MLS. And then once they come into the MLS, I mean, it's the same with like Tyler Adams did this. He did this with the uh, New York Red Bulls, and now he plays for Leipzig. And then uh, Alfonso Davies played for Toronto, and now he plays for Bayern Munich. So I think... We're seeing the MLS be able to be able to do this, like be able to produce these players that I mean, Alfonso Davies is one of the better like he's what he won they won the, the Bundesliga title. Like he is on Team Canada, which is kind of unfortunate, uh, because they're not like he's probably the best player on Team Canada, if I had to guess. Uh and unfortunate, I guess, just because we're not going to see really Canada making much many World Cups. And also, Davies is sort of a, a offensive defenseman. Like, he plays he plays the back, but he can also score goals. So, you know, that's maybe a thing that helps him. But also, defensemen is sort of... Defensemen are sort of like pitchers in the MLB where I'm not 100% sure if 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 defenders are going to be are going to be good to buy into. That's kind of my my theory of defensive players so far in soccer. Like there may be, you know, there may be some statistics that prove me wrong here, but I think attackers and strikers and even some attacking midfielders are probably going to be the way to go at least for the first the first tier of of investing in in soccer. But so the MLS they this set, this set with Aronson and then uh, uh, Brendan or Brian Rodriguez is another player that had a rookie card, it had the rookie card logo in Bowman, and then didn't have a rookie card in this MLS set. And if I had to guess, it's because they they hadn't printed like the print on demand sets. I'm assuming were printed after they were all ordered, um, so they were able to probably they were able to change the product where. I'm th- I think this product was probably pushed back a little bit. And if I had to guess, I'm not 100% sure. But like, if I had to guess, I'm sure this product was probably pushed back a little bit. So they are, but they already had everything packed out. So they wouldn't be able to go back and take out the, take out the cards that were supposed to be rookie cards and replace them with the actual rookie cards. So I think 
going forward, if a player like Aronson is, if he if he becomes like the next Polisic, or like he becomes the next big American player who's playing abroad, and maybe in a year or two he moves on to some other bigger club, like I think it's going to be interesting to see which of these sets or which of these products people will consider his rookie card because he does have a rookie card logoed card in Bowman, but that's a print-on-demand set. So that sort of counteracts what the hobby does right now with some of these rookie cards and these print-on-demand cards. And it's not exactly the same because it's not like a Tops Now with a rookie card logo. It's just... It's a Bowman. It's a full. It was a full set, and it, it also was a set that cards got packed. So, like, it's not like you got a set and you got all hundred players on the checklist. Like, I think the. I'm pretty sure the pack was. I think it was one pack and it had ten cards in it. I'm pretty sure that's what the what the product was. So it will be. That's one thing, and then same with uh, Brandon uh, or, or Brian Rodriguez. And I don't. I'm not a hundred percent sure whether he's like rumored to go anywhere. Let me just – there are, like, a couple rumors that I just looked up of uh, Rodriguez and, like, where he would go, but I don't think that I, – I don't know. I don't think – there's nothing There's nothing concrete, like, with Aronson where he, he is going to uh, Salzburg after this season. Um, and he – like, Salzburg's – it's funny because actually – and it's interesting. I think Salzburg is doing – this exactly the right way and maybe it's i'm only noticing that they're doing it this way because it's an american player uh but they are like posting videos of like him and like congratulating him on stuff that he's doing in the mls right now i that's a phenomenal if i'm if if i am that team's social media person that's exactly what i would do anytime you get somebody new and they're still playing somewhere else like soccer this is a very unique situation where this is really the only sport where something like this does happen where you see you see players go other places like this and but they still they're on another team but they're still on one team or whatever it's it's really it's kind of interesting um actually i'm going to look up also the because there um there was a a list that was released because Caden Clark's uh transfer market so transfer market is one of the main places i get my information um, on so if I'm doing research on like players because transfer market does this thing where they have like a market um, a value like a market value like a like their official kind of uh, price of what they would be if they were to be sold because that's how it works in soccer you don't like you I guess you can trade players but like for the most part what teams will do is they'll actually just they'll sell the player because like for example, like Chelsea sold Hazard to Real Madrid, and the money actually that they got from that equaled what they got for uh, Zajicic, uh, uh, Werner, and Havertz. So, I mean, you look at that, and that's huge. Like, that's how you go and you get these, you go and you buy these players. Because I think some players, if they have a contract, they can play throughout the contract. Like, I think, like, Davies just signed a contract through with Bayern through 2025 so if he were to go somewhere else it would either be through a loan which means they go to a team and then they come back i think um or they uh or or they get their contract gets sold essentially and i think it, it works where i th- i think it works where their contract goes and then they also have to buy the player so i think i'm pretty sure that's how it works i'm not 100 sure but so the uh u.s men's 
men's national team only or USMNT only. That's one of the one of the best accounts if you want to follow American soccer. One one of my favorite accounts for that. Uh, they put out a post that was about Caden Clark's uh, transfer market. Uh, Transfer, his transfer market price, and it was $3.2 million, which puts him into the top 10 of MLS players with, with value. And uh, Aronson actually is at 8.8, which I think he was sold for six, so that means his market value has gone up since the sale. On here, I think this is a good list of younger players in the MLS and their values. And yeah, so it's a, he's expected that he's going to go to Leipzig, oh, when he's 18. So maybe there's a something where he has to turn 18 or something. I'm not 100% sure how that works, like I said, but either way. So this is a good list of, of players in the MLS that have this market value through transfer market, which, like I said, it's... Because with soccer, it's interesting because each player, when they're, they're, they're... They don't only have, like, statistics. They actually have, like, a value on the market, which I think is unique to that sport and i don't really think it could be even be replicated in any uh, like in america in an american sport it wouldn't be able to be replicated because you, you, teams don't like sell players like it would be like if Giannis or something if if Giannis was sold for 200 million dollars or something like that so the team would then get 200 million dollars also because there's there's caps in in the in american sports where i don't think there's any type of salary cap in European soccer. So that's essentially how a team can go out and get like a, get like Chelsea did. Like they can go out and they can get three superstars and they can still have a bunch of players that are good and expensive on their team that they don't really have to worry about the price and stuff like that. So Caden Clark also, another point about, about Caden Clark, he was not in the MLS set. He was not in the Bowman set. He has a tops now card. Um, I don't know if this means that he, if he plays another year in the MLS, he'll definitely have a card in next year's MLS product. But if he goes to Leipzig, then that would then if that would probably mean that he'll have a card in Topps Chrome Bundesliga next year. But I don't know when he has to confirm that he's going there to be included in that product. I would hope that Topps is realizing that that's a possibility that you he may be like the hottest rookie in that Bundesliga set like him and then uh Jude, Jude uh, Bellingham would be two of probably the hottest rookies in that in that set. Uh but I mean that would be huge another American going over and playing in the Bundesliga like that especially cuz they're going to have the rookie card logo so like if and, and that honestly could be the reason why they didn't put Clark in this product. I mean, unless they had already made it because Clark signed halfway through the season. So it's not like they had a ton of lead up time for him to be put into the product in general. So like, if, like I said, if the product had already been printed and packed, there's no way they could have taken all the product back and done whatever they need to do to get these, get these players in there necessarily. So I do think that if Clark is in next year's Bundesliga, that would be that's probably going to be like the next that's going to be a huge chase card for like American soccer collectors because I mean it's a top chrome card, it's Bundesliga, like he'll be one of the first Americans to have a rookie card with a rookie card logo in a uh European product and that's going to be I think that's huge. Like you had um you had Reina who had his card in Bundesliga this year, but it didn't have a rookie card logo. I think that if the Clark card does have a rookie card logo, that is going to be it's going to be a chase card I think for most American collectors and I think just the fact that they're having these 
But it'll be interesting because maybe they don't see the thing is they may not even say that he's a rookie because he played this season in the MLS. So like if he goes next year to the Bundesliga, they may not even put a rookie car logo because maybe because this is going to be the thing. It's like at what point are are what what's tops going to do when it comes to what they do with rookie cards? Because like it, it, Aronson, if he goes to Salzburg and Salzburg makes the Champions League, is then. Are they going to say, well, he's a rookie in this league, so now he gets a Champions League tops Chrome with a rookie car logo? I don't, I don't know, and I don't think that's, I don't think that would be the case. But I do think that Clark, there's a chance that he may not even get one of those, get one of those cards. He may not get a Bundesliga card with a, he may get the Bundesliga card, but not with the rookie card logo. I think that is that is a scenario that definitely could happen with his cards, um, and that's basically all I've got for today's episode. I know another another MLS heavy episode here, uh, but I think it's important because I think when the, if the players are going to Europe, that's going to be an important that's going to be an important change for some of these players and their cards. And if they end up if the if the U.S. players end up becoming like a new some sort of new I don't know faction, I guess, or, or if U.S. players start to actually play well overseas, like this is going to be big for the MLS because we're going to start seeing the talent come up through soccer and hopefully then go overseas, and we'll see what happens with those cards. But like I said, that's all I've got. So I want to thank you for listening on iTunes, on Spotify. If you want to leave a review on iTunes and subscribe, that would be phenomenal. Make sure you go follow on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. Thank you all very much, and I'll see you in the next episode.